Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth days after meeting with the new British Prime Minister and missing the Braemar gathering, Queen Margareta sends her condolences as she plans to attend Golden Jubilee celebrations in Denmark and the Princess of Orange began her first day at university, so stay tuned. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. We bring you the sad news from Buckingham Palace that Queen Elizabeth died peacefully at Balmoral on Thursday afternoon on the 8th of September 2022, aged 96. Buckingham Palace also said, quote, The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. End of quote. Our new monarch, King Charles III, also issued a statement later that day which reads, quote, The death of my beloved mother is a moment of the greatest sadness for me and all members of my family. We mourn profoundly the passing of a cherished sovereign and a much-loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms and the Commonwealth and by countless people around the world. During this period of mourning and change, my family and I will be comforted and sustained by the knowledge of the respect and deep affection in which the Queen was so widely held. End of quote. Tributes have been pouring in from King Harold of Norway, King Carl Gustav of Sweden, King Philippe and Queen Mathilde of Belgium, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima of the Netherlands, King Abdullah of Jordan, and other world leaders, including the Governor-General and the Prime Minister of Australia. Many more tributes have been posted on social media across the world and crowds have left flowers outside Buckingham Palace. Flags are currently flying at half-mast at Buckingham Palace and on all government buildings in many countries out of respect. According to the British Telegraph, Queen Elizabeth's coffin will be taken from Balmoral to the Palace of Holyrood House in Edinburgh for two days, then flown to London to Buckingham Palace, followed by the lying-in state in Westminster Hall so people can pay their respects. Her funeral is expected to be held in Westminster Abbey. For fellow Australians, the Prime Minister's office has set up an online condolence book for those who are not in Sydney or Canberra to sign in person. The Royal Family's official website has also set up an online condolence book. We have the links on our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au. God save the King. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. This year, both the outgoing and incoming British Prime Ministers went to Balmoral to meet the Queen rather than Buckingham Palace due to Her Majesty's ongoing health concerns. Earlier this week, Queen Elizabeth met Liz Truss on Tuesday the 6th of September, asking her to form a new administration. 
Liz Truss accepted Queen Elizabeth's offer and was appointed Prime Minister and First Lord of the Treasury. Her Majesty had met with the outgoing one, Boris Johnson, who handed in his resignation earlier that day. Liz Truss was Queen Elizabeth's 15th and last Prime Minister for a couple of days. Winston Churchill was Queen Elizabeth's first when she ascended the throne in 1952. However, doctors later recommended rest for Queen Elizabeth the following day, as Her Majesty also missed the Privy Council meeting via video link as a result. Buckingham Palace issued a statement on Thursday the 8th of September regarding the Queen's health. The statement said, quote, Following further evaluations this morning, the Queen's doctors are concerned for Her Majesty's health and have recommended she remain under medical supervision. The Queen remains comfortable and at Balmoral. End of quote. Further news reports say members of the royal family, including the Queen's children, travelled to Balmoral to be by her side. As we mentioned earlier, Queen Elizabeth passed away later that afternoon. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Charles and Camilla, who now have become our King and Queen, and Princess Anne attended the Braemar Gathering on Saturday, the 3rd of September, but Queen Elizabeth could watch in comfort from Balmoral, courtesy of live streaming. Queen Elizabeth regularly attended these Highland Games during her 70-year reign, despite cancellations in 2020 and 2021 due to COVID-19, but she was unable to attend due to health reasons. King Charles cut a heather rope to mark the opening of the Queen Elizabeth Platinum Jubilee Archway. The archway was built using granite stone bases cut from nearby Invercald Quarry and the Balmoral, Mar Lodge, Invercald and Burkhall Estates donated the four timber pillars. According to a news story from ITV, compere Robert Lovey welcomed King Charles and Camilla and Princess Anne and addressed the crowd saying they, like the rest of the country and the Commonwealth, had all taken the greatest of pride in celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. He added that the society had so much to celebrate at Braemar, bringing together the joy of celebrating Queen Elizabeth as our Queen and 70 years as patron of the Braemar Gathering, and that the Queen's remarkable reign and lifelong dedication to the country and Commonwealth was a great cause to come together to celebrate. Robert Lovey had also asked Prince Charles to relay a message to Queen Elizabeth that everyone missed her presence and to send Her Majesty their warmest Highland greetings from everyone who attended on Saturday. The Braemar Gathering is an annual celebration of traditional Scottish games, sports and dancing which takes place on the first Saturday in September. Crowds come from all over the world to watch competitors take part in various events including the caber toss, throwing of hammers and tug of war. They also enjoy the pipe bands, solo piping, highland dancing, track events and the hill race. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Margareta of Denmark has sent her condolences following Queen Elizabeth's passing and a letter addressed to King Charles. Her Golden Jubilee celebrations are scheduled to take place in Copenhagen 
from the 10th to the 11th of September. As far as we know, the Golden Jubilee celebrations will start at midday on Saturday the 10th, with Queen Margareta and the Royal Family appearing on the balcony at Amalienborg with the changing of the guard. Queen Margareta will travel in a carriage to Copenhagen City Hall to attend a reception and official lunch and appear on the City Hall's balcony. Later that evening, Queen Margareta will attend a gala performance at the Royal Theatre's Old Stage. On Sunday the 11th, Queen Margareta will attend a celebration service at Copenhagen Cathedral before having lunch aboard the Royal Yacht Dannebrog. At 8pm, Queen Margareta will be the guest of honour at a gala dinner at Christianborg Palace with the royal family, foreign guests and various representatives from official Denmark. Last week, Queen Margareta participated in Jubilee celebrations in Fredericksburg, including a carriage procession with the mayor and his wife through the town and the unveiling of a new statue of theatre manager and actor, Betty Nansen at Betty Nansen's Floods, a facility that houses the elderly and people with disabilities. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Princess Amalia Katharina, the Princess of Orange, began her first day at the University of Amsterdam on Monday the 5th of September 2022. She previously spent part of her gap year as an intern with the Orange Bonds in Utrecht and as a volunteer with other organisations after graduating from high school in 2021 with distinction. The Dutch Royal Court released two new photos to mark this milestone which you can see via the link on our website at rightrollroundup.com.au. The princess will study an English-taught program for her bachelor's degree in politics, psychology, law and economics with a mix of Dutch and foreign students. Princess Amalia Katharina will join about 220 students during her first year and will live in rented accommodation with fellow students in Amsterdam. In the meantime, the Princess of Orange's time at university is considered private and off-limits to the media, similar to Prince William when he was at St Andrews University in Scotland. However, Princess Amalia Katharina will participate in Prince's Dag, Konigsdag, which are Prince's Day and King's Day in English, annual photo sessions with the royal family, and other official engagements in her role as heir to the Dutch throne when her university timetable permits. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.